the volume. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The Colin Cowherd Podcast brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any fantasy sport, there is a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Tuesday morning podcast. How nice is that? Marcus Thompson, Nick Wright, talking hoops back to back. That'll be in about five minutes with Nick Wright. You know, people are bagging on Ben Simmons, justifiably so, because he can't shoot. That's sort of a problem. It is called basketball, not basketball. You got to put it in the hoop. It doesn't mean, though, Ben Simmons can't still be a force in this league, seriously. You know, there's there's a word out there that if you're about my age, you probably never even heard of until the 90s or early 2000s. In fact, it wasn't used until like the mid-80s. The word was repurpose. And basically, it means find a new purpose for something that's different from its original use. And I like what it implies, like nothing is ever useless. Just find another use, sometimes a better use for it. I mean, in sports, Julian Edelman was a quarterback. Until Belichick made him a wide receiver, he repurposed him. Dennis Eckersley, remember him? Burned out, done with the Cubs. Manager Tony LaRusso brought him to the A's, moved him to the bullpen. He's one of the greatest examples. He was repurposed. I mean, how many times have you seen an old car tire as a kid's tire swing? A lot of times we blame the player for not succeeding. And sometimes it is the player's fault. But every player needs a coach or a GM and a direction. And for most guys... They come in as raw prospects. 
I mean, Ben Simmons is only 24. And even that's misleading because he barely played any college basketball. I mean, more people have probably seen Bigfoot than saw him play for LSU. He missed his first entire season with an injury. So the guy's basically three or four years into his career. Well, I mean, Trey Young, many people thought DeAndre Ayton, Trey Young a year in, were just not going to work. So Ben Simmons isn't done at all. He needs to be repurposed as a point forward or the Golden State Warriors big who can run the floor. There's a lot he can do. What he can't do is be relied on to hit jumpers. But repurpose him. Do a Dennis Eckersley. Something else on my mind. Tom Brady was on a show uninterrupted with Maverick Carter, LeBron James. It's the uh, kind of LeBron Purdue show. And uh, Brady was one of the guests this week. And it made news because he took a shot, many believe it, Jimmy Garoppolo. Brady was recounting when he left New England, one of the teams in the end that wasn't interested in him. He didn't say who it was. Many perceive it to be the Niners. He said, you know, late in the process, one of the teams wasn't interested in me. And I thought, you like that mother effer? And the perception again is Jimmy Garoppolo. The truth is, the market was really small for Tom. There was about four teams that really wanted him. I was told the Chargers really wanted him. I know they did. That has been confirmed. And I know Tampa really wanted him. And the Colts kicked the tires. But let's not do revisionist history here. Tampa was the perfect spot for Tom. And he really chose that. Because what they needed was a right tackle and probably needed a little more of a running game. But Brady wouldn't be nearly successful in a lot of these other places. When he signed with Tampa, what was our first takeaway? God, all that's missing is a quarterback. If you put him on Philadelphia right now, if you put him on half this league's rosters, Tom would not have had the success. Tom's smartest strength, much like Peyton Manning going to Denver, he saw himself as a missing piece. I mean, we said when Tom went to Tampa, shit, man, look at those wide receivers. Look at those tight ends. All they need is a right tackle. We knew their defense was good with Todd Bowles because the previous year before Tom got there, if you remember post-Thanksgiving, the Buccaneers' defense ranked number one in the NFL. So the credit goes to Tom Brady scouting the Buccaneers before he landed there. But Tom isn't the kind of athlete at this point where you put him behind a bad O-line with average receivers. I mean, you really think he's going to change the Titans significantly? No. So it's almost like presidents never get credit for the crisis they avoid, <laughs> you know? And there's a lot of little details presidents make and decisions, and they avoid economic disasters. You never get credit for the mistakes you avoid. You know, Brady gets credit for revitalizing his career, but his greatest asset was his knowledge of football and going to the right spot for him. You had an old Drew Brees rebuilding Carolina, uh, up and down, hot and cold Atlanta. Tampa had the best offensive talent in the division. And we can argue now they had the best defensive talent in the division as well. Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl in Denver. He went to the place, a winnable division, Prima Holmes. Phillip Rivers was aging. Raiders were the Raiders. And he went to a really good defense. And they had a nice offensive line. So that's the strength of Manning and Brady. The dudes know personnel, and they went to spots that could protect them and elevate them as they could no longer carry a football team. Alrighty, my buddy Nick Wright, host, first things first, FS1's joining us. So you know what I always think is funny, Nick? 
is that, um, and I've watched a lot of people do this to their careers in radio and television. Like they have, they have a, they have a flaw and they just don't correct it. And I mean, there's no perfect broadcaster, but they'll, they'll like some people just don't have a great voice or they're, you know, whatever, there's a deficiency, but there are people that are really talented, but they keep making the same mistake over and over and over and over. And I think we both know people like that. And like with Ben Simmons, you're like, dude, this is not this difficult. It's a free throw. It's free. It's a free throw. It, 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 I'm, I'm always shocked when the solution is easy. It's not like we're asking him to be quick or add vertical. It's like, it's a free throw. It is unguarded. What do you make of that? Well, I think it, I listen, he, he I talked to someone close to Ben after game five when he said, or whatever, whichever game he said, uh, yeah, it, it, I was in my own head. It's mental. And the person said, yeah, he shouldn't have said that because now that's out there. Now that's in the universe. Now people are talking about it being mental, that the advice was, no, just say you had a bad shooting night. But the thing is this, right? it was 100% in his head. It is 100% mental. And that has to be, at least to me, Colin, a massive concern. It's why it's not free. It's why it's not easy because he is thinking so hard. And you saw it on the play that Embiid said turned the game, Colin, where he said, well, what turned the game was we could have gotten two points and we got one point and they scored the next time down. He had a dunk, but he was so afraid of going to the line that he passed the ball. And then that's that compare that to Giannis who they're counting one, two, three, he's airballing free throws. And he just kept attacking and ended up making seven in a row in the biggest game of his life. Do you blame, you know, Doc Rivers has now lost like nine game sevens. And I do think, you know, I, Doc is somebody I've always compared to Joe Torrey, that his strength is really dealing with people usually. It's not an X's and O's thing. I thought Philadelphia got a lot of into ISO ball, there wasn't a lot of, you know, plays drawn up, but I do think your resume is ultimately truth. And I think Doc is more personality driven and relationship driven than he is schematically driven. Is that fair? Oh, I think that's totally fair. And I think that, you know, and I know I'm bouncing around a bit. You're seeing something very different with the Clippers where Ty Lue appears to be one of the greatest in-series adjusters ever. Doc yeah. is like, we're going to do what we do, and we dare you to stop us. But the problem is, like, here's my the problem for the Sixers. And I know, listen, I picked them to make the finals before the year. I stuck with it before the playoffs. So this is a little Monday morning quarterbacking from me. But I said it to right. you. I said it on my show. Some of these flaws were obvious. They ended quarters terribly. They had an odd penchant for getting giant leads and then letting teams make it close. They wouldn't lose the games, but there were a lot of warning signs. And in the playoffs, there are some truisms. Like one of them is that a guy like Rudy Gobert, who is a great defensive player in the regular season, can be played off the court in the playoffs on the defensive end. On the offensive end, what is true in the playoffs is you need somebody who can go get a bucket. So what was, what's honestly of the entire sick of process era? What's probably the best team? The one year they had Jimmy Butler. That team lost in seven to Kawhi. Amazing shot. 
because they had a guy who could go get a bucket. Their their best option for that was Seth. The Seth yeah. Curry was they're yeah. like, we have to get a bucket guy because it's tough to do that with a center. So they were flawed. I thought their defense could carry him. And by the way, by the way, Colin, if they're a possession better against the Hawks, maybe two possessions better, or they just don't blow a 26-point lead at home, they might be the finals, the title favorites right now. It's like, oh, they're healthy. No one can stop Embiid. As flawed as they are because of how it broke, they could have won the title, and instead they lose to Trey Young and friends. It's a disaster. It is. You know, I, I do think Simmons, I think, you know, I talked about this on my opening rant before I got to you. There was a word that was first used in the early 80s called repurposing. That's what the that's what Tony La Russa did with Dennis Eckersley, who was a shot starter for the Cubs. He repurposed him, put him in the bullpen. Ben's only 24, didn't play much college basketball, hurt his first year in the league, repurpose him. Uh, move him to Golden State or Portland and make him a point forward is that he's fine if you don't have a dominant scoring big in the middle clogging it up because that's the only place he can score. To me, if you can figure out the free throw thing, I don't need you to shoot. Stephen Clay on both sides. Dame Lillard is excellent, but small and poor defense, poor defensively. Well, Ben's the opposite of that. He can't shoot, but he's great defensively and large. I, I think there's I think we we give up too often on people in society. Like there's a to me there's room right for Ben Simmons somewhere. Oh, it was a thousand percent. Like listen, so there's a lot here. One is to be fair to Ben, if you took the 15 best players in basketball, the two guys, the only two guys that Ben doesn't fit with are Giannis and Embiid. Yep. Of, of the other 13, he would be a great number two for. The Embiid thing is tough. It's just he wouldn't work with Giannis. He, he doesn't really work with Embiid. So that's like with Dame, he'd be perfect. Uh, with Steph, he'd be perfect. That's definitely true. The other thing that's tough for the Sixers, though, is this. They were this close to trading him for James Harden. And now you have to trade him for CJ McCollum? That's tough, Colin. Like, you're a business guy. I'm sure, like, you you ever had an asset where a stock where it's like, hey, if you sell it now, you make, I don't know, I'll make up a number, 100 grand, and you don't. And then they come back to you. They're like, well, you can sell it now for 40. And it's like, oh, my God, even, even though CJ McCollum sounds good, you could have had James Harden. That deal was going to happen. I've, I've been told by a person who would know. That all that happened was the Houston owner stepped in at the end and said, no, what's not going to happen is James Harden and Daryl Morey are both going to leave me and win a championship together. He's going somewhere else. So they end up taking the inferior deal from Brooklyn. So it's just tough if you're, if you're Philly and it's like, we almost got an MVP candidate for Ben. And now it's like CJ, who's good, but flawed. Zach Levine, who's good, but flawed. Like that's now. You couldn't even trade him for Bradley Beal right now, I don't think. You almost could have traded him for James Harden. So I think that's tough, but I don't, it's really hard to argue to run it back next year. The Colin Coward Podcast, proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great. FanDuel's offering users the chance to play free, no deposit required. Plus, for those folks who want to deposit, FanDuel's offering 
up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. It's sweet. Why do you plan FanDuel? Well, the FanDuel Fantasy is an easy, easy to use app. You pick a new team every game. You compete for top cash payouts. Compete against your buddies in head-to-head matchups. For new users, FanDuel's offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with their 20% deposit match. Just go to FanDuel.com slash Cowherd. That's it. FanDuel.com slash Cowherd for more info. FanDuel.com slash Cowherd. They know we sent you there. FanDuel, just more ways to win. So you're a sports fan, right? That's why you're listening. But if you're considering getting in on the fun of sports gambling, I want to let you know about a great resource, the Action Network. The Action Network is where fans go when they're ready to bet smarter and turn a profit betting on sports. In fact, their free Action Network app, free, recently named the best app in sports betting. With the Action app, you can, one, see the latest picks and articles from the Action Network gambling experts, two, compare odds from different sports books, and three, track every bet you make so you always know how your picks are doing. So if the game means more to you, download the free Action Network app and start betting smarter. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward draft coverage. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports, like all-time NCAA scoring leader Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, and many of the upcoming NFL and NBA first-round picks. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out the most popular trading card brands like Prism, Select, Don Russ, and more. For those NFL draft fans, get real-time trading cards After players are picked with Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Coward Draft coverage. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlanSport.com. That's ProPlanSport.com. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, Nick, what I've been saying over and over to people is that, you know, the Hollywood couple, they look the part and everybody thinks their careers are going great. So you just talk yourself into it, even though there's rumors out there they don't get along. You need that big blow up between that couple, you know throwing houseplants at each other at a Christmas party. So everybody goes, oh, that doesn't work. Yeah, that officially doesn't work. Philadelphia needed this ending. They needed to lose to a team without an all-star. They needed to lose at home. They needed to lose multiple leads. So now Daryl Morey is like, okay, (laughs) I can't run that back. I think this is actually, in the long run, better for Philly. Yes, it is, unless they were going to win the title. And when you all of a sudden, if I'd have told Daryl, you are going to be in the second round of the playoffs. You're going to be playing the Atlanta Hawks. And by the way, already eliminated. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Damian Lillard, Steph Curry, Nikola Jokic, Kawhi Leonard's going to be hurt. And KD, Harden, and Kyrie are about to go out. And you have home court. And you know what? I'll give you a bonus. You're up 2-1, and you're up 18 points in the second half of game four. (laughs) And somehow you blow it. So now you're up 26 points in the second half of game five. Somehow you still end up in a game seven, but don't worry. In that game seven, Trey Young is going to go five of 23, and Bogdan Bogdanovich is going to look like a shell of himself. And Embiid is going to be awesome in every game of the series but one. You might have won the title. Like, that's the thing is, we're saying, you're talking about how that this is the huge blow up for Brooklyn to say tear it all down. Milwaukee is a, a, a tiptoe away from having the exact same conversation, which is, all right, guys, we can't beat Brooklyn in this shape. How are we going to beat them when they're fully formed? So, like, I just feel like it was so wide open that even though I agree with you that they do need to make a major change, it's almost like they could have, I don't know what the example is. The NFL example might be the the last Patriots Super Bowl. That was not a great team. I know they went to Arrowhead right. and beat my Chiefs and still kills me, but they won that Super Bowl 13-3. to Brady right. didn't have great weapons, but it's like, hey, somebody's got to win it this year, so I guess it'll be us. <laughs> I really feel like that could have been Philly. And now instead they lose to Trey Young and the red-haired kid. Herder. Oh, my God, Herder. Can you imagine being an NBA player and you're like, this guy ended my season? Kevin Herder <laughs> ended my season? <laughs> he, he, was the, 
He was the New York State Basketball Player of the Year. So, oh, I'm sure he's awesome. He was awesome, and he was. I think he went to Maryland. He was yeah. really good in college. I don't. I don't begrudge him. I just, and it's a little unfair by me, but it's like this guy who just seemed to be like getting more and more freckles as the playoffs went on <laughs> is just ending your life. Like that's what's happening. Oh my god, it's a disaster. You know, I was saying, so Marcus Thompson, who's just great, was on uh, yesterday, and I said, there are certain things that get hot, like positionless basketball, which is the liberal arts degree of the academic world. It's like, okay, what specific skill can you bring to my company? Well, I read Chaucer. I know. Can you bring a specific skill? Positionless basketball sounds great. Except that MJ's Bulls all had defined roles, and so did Magic's Lakers and Kobe and Shaq's Lakers, and mostly the Warriors. The truth is, because LeBron's the greatest Swiss Army knife, and Durant to a large degree the same, we think, oh, all big should shoot. No, not really. Giannis probably shouldn't shoot. I look at Phoenix, and I'm like, what I love about them, they're old school, built through the draft, added just one great piece. No load management. Guys play every night. Um, they have a true point. True and a true a, center. A, a true shooting guard. SG shooting oh, guard. Yeah. Two wings, old, young, and then a center who likes to hang around the iron. It's like yeah. they even have a backup point who can spell Chris Paul, so only he only plays 30 minutes, not 40. Like if you went and looked at the Lakers with Magic, Magic was the distributor, Byron Scott's the shooter, Michael Cooper's the defender specific yeah. roles. And I guess my point is there's something I know everybody loves positionless basketball, but the two teams that are bad late in games, Sixers and the Clippers, great great rosters. The Clippers don't really have a true point guard they trust, and so they kind of make it up, and the Sixers have a point guard who's afraid to shoot. The Suns really shouldn't be here. They're too young to be good. They're not terribly big. They become very Booker-reliant with scoring. But God, Nick, everybody knows they're so great late in games because they know exactly what they are. Well, that's 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 a really interesting key to like almost any successful enterprise, right? Is you don't necessarily have to have the best people. It helps, obviously, to have great people. But what you need is people, I what's the cliche, be a star in your role. The only way you can do that is if you know what your role is. Like if when you bring people on to your show, like they need to know exactly what their job is for those. How long are I going to be here? 12 minutes or 40 minutes? You know, are are we going to be you just going to be asking me questions or I'm going to be asking you questions? If it's just, hey, roll the ball out there, see what happens and be entertaining. That's different. The Suns, everybody knows what their job is. Every single guy knows what their job is. And by the way, that was the same as last year's Lakers. Like, while LeBron maybe controlled everything, every but Caruso knew when I get in there, I better guard my ass off, die for loose balls. You know what I mean? I need to do this. KCP knew I got to shoot. Anytime I get an open shot, I need to take it. That's what they trust me for. Rondo understood what his job was. Dwight, hell, the best we've ever, we've seen from Dwight, not ever, of course, seen from Dwight Howard in this part of his career. He knew exactly what his role was. I'm going to get rebounds. I'm going to give out some hard fouls. I'm going to be a little intimidating and good. like everybody knew their role. So I do think for Phoenix, that is a huge asset. The other thing I thought you were going to say with Phoenix, that is a throwback is this. Hey man, 
Chris Paul's mid-range shot is super valuable. And by the way, so was Kawhi's when they won the title a couple years ago. Like, now, the Warriors didn't have a lot of guys taking mid-range shots. You have two of the greatest shooters ever, right? The Cavs teams don't because LeBron is the greatest at getting to the basket, at slashing to the basket ever, and then he finds guys for open shots. But you also, you watch the teams that are left, like, they can go get a tough bucket in that intermediate, and that is a bit of a market inefficiency, Colin, that they're reacting to, which is because typically the mid-range shot is an inefficient shot, teams have started to give it to you. Well, eventually, if they give it to you enough, it starts to become an efficient shot. This is right. like in the NFL. If everybody is only putting corners out there to defend the pass, because the pass is such a better option than the run, well, eventually the numbers make it to where well, now I can run the ball if I've got a good running back, right? Because you have all tiny people. So I do think, listen, I think Suns going, I think it's Suns Bucks and the Bucks have more talent, but don't you trust Chris Paul down the stretch more than you trust oh, yeah. anyone on Milwaukee? I think yeah. the Suns are going to win the whole thing. Yeah. I can't believe it. By the way, my best, most boring prediction in my career. I said this. I said, I'll take Milwaukee. Number one, we've dismissed them. No pressure. Number two is, their best players never get hurt. They'll be the healthiest team left. That's almost what it's become. I mean, that's it. That is what it's become. That it, and by the way, I don't know if we're going to... We, I'm... I don't know if we're going to talk about this or if I'm jumping the gun, but I, if we... On Brooklyn, I am incredibly irritated. I tried to be nice today because, listen, nobody likes coming, someone coming on TV and being like, ah, you know, remember last year, everybody loved the Clippers except for me. I said to go out in the second round. Everyone's called me an asshole. And then I was right. And then this year, it all happened again with the Nets. I said all year long, they go out in the second round. I want to be that guy today. But then I had to deal with folks being like, well, listen, congrats to Milwaukee. It's good. But we all know if Brooklyn was healthy, it'd be different. And that's like, that's like saying, the pro of course it would have been different. But one of the reasons some of us didn't believe in them was they were never healthy all <laughs> year. Right. You can't be like if, if the guy who's lost three jobs because he showed up drunk, he lost, it's like losing four. It's like, well, he just sobered up. He'd be awesome. Like, yeah, but you knew this was the problem. You knew it was the problem. And some of us understood that because you could get an unlucky injury or a guy could get hurt, you should prioritize that one seed. Because even what we saw from this series with respect to Atlanta, I know they just beat Philly. But if Brooklyn had been one game better, they're the one seed. And I believe even with all the injuries they suffered, with Kevin Durant playing at this level, they beat Atlanta. Like Atlanta was, and then by the way, if they had beaten Atlanta, Kyrie would be back in two weeks. Harden is already back. They still could have won the title, but they didn't prioritize the regular season. I don't think Nash did a good job. And everyone's like, oh, they only played eight games together. Well, it's not because they had different work cycles. It's because people were always hurt. Right. They were always got, and, and so they got hurt. Yeah, that's one of the reasons they lost. It's also one of the reasons I didn't think they could win. Why would a team that wasn't healthy ever be healthy for two straight months of super physical basketball? Why would that happen? I just, I didn't see it. So, you know, the series are just going to start here. So I want to go to some meteor stuff. Um, 
the Zion situation, I mean, listen, Luca's going to sign an extension. We know it. They just have to find a number two. I mean, Donnie Nelson, Porzingis is a bad contract, and they butchered the Dennis Smith draft because right after that was Donovan Mitchell. And if you had Donovan Mitchell and Luca, you'd be set for 10 years. So the GM's got to go. It happens. Carlisle's old, generationally doesn't work with Luca, who's a little bit, let's be honest, he's 22. He's feeling himself. He argues at every, with everybody. It was bound to happen. Yeah. The, the Zion thing, though, is interesting because, and this is something where I always give professional athletes credit. If my career was only going to be 14 years and I was tied, financially tied to my first job for four years, and I didn't even grow up poor. I didn't grow up rich, but I didn't grow up poor. Many professional athletes don't grow up with a ton of money, right? And I got 14 years to make it. And I get drafted by a mess of a franchise that couldn't get Chris Paul or Anthony Davis right. Zion's going to be on his third coach in three years. This is where I always side with pro athletes. I would be fucking impossible to deal with. One of the reasons, even if I sign a contract and don't love it, you know, I'll be out in two and a half, three years. I can go somewhere else if I was ever unhappy. I don't blame Zion. The Pelicans are a mess. They're owned by a football owner who, by the way, they run a hell of a football operation. They run a real bad basketball operation. Uh, there was a story by um, was it Tom Haberstroh or somebody that they're probably the most likely relocation franchise. Like, I side with him. Like, I, what I hope is this, Nick, players have always had two revenue streams, the stars, shoes and basketball. They now have a third, social media. I think if he goes to a Knicks or a Lakers, he can make the money up in shoes and social media, and it's really not that big of a loss. Yeah, well, yeah, I think financially he could make it even. The, the thing is this: the, what they've got the rookies by financially is the risk. It's he would have to basically take a massive risk for a year, and assuming nothing traumatic injury wise happens, then by the end of his career he does probably make the money up. But it is, and Marcus Thompson, who you talked to, I actually heard him make this point. I think, or he was on a podcast where somebody made this point. I think it's a good one, which is part of, you mentioned these guys don't grow, a lot of guys don't grow up with a ton of money, right? And he made the point, there is some social pressure from your peer group of friends at home if it comes out in the public. Like, really? You turned, you turned down $150 million. You said no to that. Like, sign the contract. Just go ahead and maybe you just sign to take the money. So I understand that part of it. And I also understand why we've never seen our guy uh, on his rookie contract turn down the max extension. But somebody eventually will. And your point on New Orleans, it would really bother me if I knew my team owner that we are the second most important team they are. Like what? Like that, that would bother me. Like I don't think I'd love that as a pro athlete. And I also wouldn't love the history. I think New Orleans is an awesome city. I also, you know, previously have said I think David Griffin's a good GM. I don't think he's done a, I don't think the Sam Van Gundy hire was a great one. We'll see how yeah. the moves work. But I, I, here's, here's where I think it's going to thread the needle, Colin. And this is where I think NBA guys, the true superstars really <clears throat> have the leverage. I think guys can sign the contract to lock in the money and then still leave. Yeah. Like we've never seen an NBA team willing to be like, no, you're under James Harden was under contract for two more years. 
He had one press conference like, I got to get out of here. They traded him in four days to the exact place he wanted to go to. So, like, I think Zion and Luka can sign the deals and the teams still know it's year to year. Because the moment they really want out, we're going to have to get them out. So I think that's what happens. I think Zion, he's played two years for the Pelicans. I would say I think he will play at least five years for the Pelicans. Anthony Davis played seven. You know, LeBron played seven. I think he'll play at least five and evaluate then. But they got a lot of work to do, man. They got a lot of work to do just to be a second-round playoff team, much less a championship contender. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward draft coverage. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports, like all-time NCAA scoring leader Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, and many of the upcoming NFL and NBA first-round picks. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out the most popular trading card brands like Prism, Select, Don Russ, and more. For those NFL draft fans, get real-time trading cards after players are picked with Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Coward Draft coverage. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes 
completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. One of the things that drives me crazy with both the far right and the far left is they sell fear. And a lot of people, you know, it, it's it's fear-mongering. And one of the things I'm hoping for is a Phoenix-Milwaukee final because you'll have two relatively small markets who built through the draft is that, you know, I always love college football guy who bitches about the NBA to same old teams every year. Are you kidding me? Like, look at what we've yeah. had in recent years. The Toronto Raptors. The Dallas Mavericks beat LeBron. Um, we're, we're probably going to get like a Clippers, a Phoenix, or a Milwaukee. And I mean, it, I mean, LA qualifies Atlanta, the big. We are. So, and by the way, and by the way, the two dynastic runs were teams that had historically been horrific. Golden State came out of. I mean, they were maybe the worst franchise for thirty years, and Cleveland was the worst for. 50 and you know what I mean they had these dynastic runs and we've also had other teams jump in there so yeah I I I actually think there is more team and city parity in the NBA than it gets yeah. credit for certainly more than in college football like that's not even a debate college basketball college sports are built for dynasties best teams get I mean Gonzaga now which has yep. always been good they now get the number one two or three player in the country so like who in their conference is it even going to compete with? I mean, you can lock them into the elite eight for the next six years. A hundred percent. And the and in the NBA, it it feels like it's the same teams because it's a lot of the same players, but the players move. The players move around. So it's like it's it is it is and we did have an odd the Golden State happening at the exact same time that LeBron like a dynasty in one conference happening at the exact same time as a as a man in the other conference just making the finals every year for 10 years that doesn't typically happen um in the 80s it, it did but like the leagues changed a bit and so i yeah i i also think so you think but i don't know if we finished the thought you think if it's Milwaukee Phoenix it'll be good or bad for the NBA oh i think it's good i i all, I think I said this the other day. We thought Jordan Utah was going to be a lowly ranked series in baseball. We thought the Mets Yankees was going to get huge ratings, and the opposite happened. Um, Jordan Utah was a great story. I think Milwaukee Phoenix, Chris Paul's a really interesting story. We, he's on every other commercial. We know who he is. And, you know, I, 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 the idea that, I mean, one of the greatest college football games I've ever seen was Oklahoma and Boise State with that yeah. goofy trick play. It, it, and it got a number. It got a really good number. It is what we like in America. We like stories. Like Conor McGregor Mayweather was kind of fascinating. Like right. the best here and, and the best there. It it wasn't it wasn't the greatest fight ever, but the story. My wife was fascinated. So I think Phoenix Milwaukee is interesting. Well, I, I listen. I think it'd be interesting. I also think it'd be two. It's two awesome teams. It's two teams that you could argue were throughout the regular season it's two teams that you could argue that throughout the regular season were the two most 
consistent in their conference as believable contenders. So like Utah was the most consistent in the West, but it, it, nobody actually believed in Utah as a contender. I don't believe, right. I think some people said they did. Uh, but I, throughout the regular season, it felt like we've seen the story before, like it's 2015 Hawks. Like we know that you could with Phoenix, it's like, well, they've got come crunch time. One of the best players in the league in Chris Paul, they've got a really good coach. They're like eight deep. And if their young star can take the next leap, well, then they're, they can be as good as anybody. And in the East, it was Milwaukee. It's like, okay, they, they went all in. They upgraded their biggest weakness at point guard. They, you know what I mean? They have continuity. Their number two knows exactly what he is and what he's supposed to do. If Giannis can conquer some of those postseason demons and have a monster series when you need it, well, then they could be dangerous. And both the ifs happen. Booker is turning into a true superstar. And Giannis, for all his flaws, Giannis not only had 40, 13, and 5 in a game seven, but in overtime, when his team had not scored in four minutes, got the ball on the block, the exact spot he got it against Harden two games prior, and took the stupid fade away, and they lost with Kevin Durant on it. And he took one dribble, two dribbles, three dribbles, bodied him up, little baby hook shot, tied the game. The biggest possession of his life against Kevin Durant, and he won it. He won the possession. And and I'm not criticizing Durant at all. I'm not going to do the thing to Durant that everyone did LeBron, which is 0 for 6 in overtime, airballed the game winner, don't care what you did before. Anyone with eyes knows how great Durant was. But Durant's coach decided never to let him sit down. Yeah. And Giannis got three, just three, but three valuable minutes of rest. Giannis had a little bit more left in the tank. Giannis, yep. you know, Giannis' shot wasn't getting blocked in overtime. Giannis had a little bit more left when they absolutely had to have it. And so, yeah, I think, I, I, I think it'd be a basketball wise, a great finals, a great finals. Listen, the reality with these super teams, I talked about this on uh, the herd on FS1, is that you have no bench. I mean, the Golden State Warriors were depending on Quinn Cook and Alfonso McKinney to make plays. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens with super teams. You can have no bench. I mean, Blake Griffin, if he can help you once a series, that's wonderful. But if, when you go to a third big contract, you have no bench. What does that mean? You have to ask more of your starters. What does that mean? If they're older, they break down. KD and yep. Steph broke down in Golden State. Kyrie and Harden broke down. Like, this is the reality. I always say this. You would think in football, dynasties wouldn't last as long because of the violence and the injuries. But the truth is, they don't last as long in basketball because you ask your stars to play massive minutes because you have no bench. The Warriors had no bench. The greatness of the Miami, the Heatles was that all these smart veterans at the end, like Ray Allen and Battier and Mike Middle, were like, oh, shit, I'll go play for two years. And they all kind of, it was a revolving door, musical yep. chairs. Okay, the next guy comes in and the next guy comes in. But that's the only and way to the do way, it. by the way, they still couldn't win a title once D-Wade broke down. They yeah. had all that going on. But once D-Wade truly, fully broke down, it was like, oh, we're going to get dusted by the Spurs in five. Like, they had all that and it was so hard. And that's, by the way, listen, the Brooklyn thing's interesting. I know nobody wants to hear it because Durant was so great. And Durant was great. He was as good as you can play the sport. There's no argument there. And I didn't know he could play 48 minutes. 
Like yeah. that's that's not a he thing was crazy. anymore. He was it was he was unbelievable. So there's no shade to him. But what's also true is this: Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving now have been under contract there for two years. They've won one playoff series, and you can say, "Oh, they knew." Yeah, they knew Durant wasn't going to play last year. They didn't know Kyrie was going to miss the playoffs last year. They didn't. And then they went further all in this year by trading Jared Allen, Karis LeVert, and all their first-round picks. And I don't care about the first-round picks because of the players they're going to be. I care about the first-round picks because that is how you add valuable guys. at the. You know How did the Milwaukee Bucks add P.J. Tucker, right? That's a pretty damn valuable piece that you could add midseason because you had the draft capital to go do it. They traded all that to get James Harden to win the title right now. And they got a little unlucky injury-wise. They ran into a really good team that they didn't have to face. Like, I'm I'm not going to let people forget this. In April, the Nets had a back-to-back. Minnesota-Philly. It's the back-to-back. Remember it. The third game against Philly. It was going to determine the tiebreaker. They had just lost to the Lakers. Durant wasn't playing back-to-back. Steve Nash played Durant against Minnesota, not against Philly. He said it was because I thought our team emotionally needed to move past the loss of the Lakers. They'd have dusted Minnesota no matter what. They play Philly without Durant with Kyrie. They're down 22 in the fourth. They bench everybody. The game's over. They cut it to three with two and a half minutes left. Kyrie's on the bench. They don't put him back in. So you don't play Durant. You don't put Kyrie back in. If you win that game, you're the one seed. Like, it, you're the one seed. They chose not to. So that's a coaching error. Just like in the final possession of overtime, it's one thing to be like, oh, transition, go. Transition ended when KD passed the ball to the one-legged Harden, and Harden just stood there and gave it back to him right in front of Nash. You had a timeout left. You had five seconds. The whole world knew Kevin Durant was dead tired. Maybe call timeout just so he can sit down for two minutes, just so he can sit down and have a chance to have his legs. But point I'm making is this. They went really, really all in on winning right now. And it turns out they would have been able to win the title without ever having to go through any of the centers in the league, which is their weakness. Embiid wouldn't have had to beat him. Jokic wouldn't have had to beat him. Anthony Davis wouldn't have had to beat him. So now you bring it back next year. Blake Griffin is not, I don't think he's going to be there. I don't think he's going to play for a minimum. I think Blake Griffin's earned more money. Bruce Brown, I don't know if he'll be there valuable guys and you're going to be relying on you know Kyrie to stay healthy when he was injured at the end of the year at Duke then he came to the NBA didn't make the playoffs for the first few years so we don't know 2015 injured for the postseason 2018 injured for the postseason 2020 injured for the postseason 2021 injured for the postseason and we rely on James Harden who prior to this year has never been hurt but also has not been a super reliable postseason performer and then KD who's brilliant and amazing. I just, I think it's a big miss for the Nets. And I don't think next year is guaranteed. I think people assume, oh, it'll be fine. They'll get it next year. Okay, maybe. I don't know. Uh, all right, Nick, I'm going to let you go. It's uh, We're taping this on Monday night, so you got to grab something to eat. Well, you probably already ate, but you got stuff to do. You got shit to do, man. I uh, you, Can I tell you one thing? I want to break news. It's not actually news, but it's about my life, and I'm sharing it with you that you will be proud of me for, and then I'll leave. You said I haven't eaten. I've probably eaten. I haven't eaten yet. Um, do you know what I do? 
almost what? every day now and have become not exaggerating like legitimately one of the best what? in the world at peloton colin i'm gonna scroll through you don't believe me 30 minutes every day and i'm gonna tell you what i've done over the last two weeks i have a because i take a screenshot and i send it to my wife and kids every day i got today 16th place out of 6,942. 16th place. Last Thursday, I got what 13th place out of 12,000 and some. The other, the, my person, I, I went 13 miles in 30 minutes. So that's 26 miles per hour nonstop on the Peloton. I am just crushing the Peloton every day How? after the television show. How about that? You You're didn't see a that smoker. Coming. How's that possible? Well, well, you know, do I heave a little <laughs> after? I do. Is this is this part of my motivation to try to pair off the black and milds? It is, but because every day, because those my lungs burn and my legs burn. But I am the Peloton. What's smart is they put your per they put the leaderboard, but they also put your personal best on like what it would be. And I just chase myself every day. And every single day, I'm like, I got to go like 0.1 miles further. I started in December and was going out uh, like 10 miles in 30 minutes. And so like around 20 miles an hour. And now I'm up to 13 miles. I just broke 26 miles per hour. Top 0.1% of the world last week. Now, is the world mostly soccer moms and, you know, retired dads? Yeah, it is. Am I am I kind of gaming the system in that regard? Sure. But I'm kicking but, ass on the Peloton, Colin. If you'd have told me you now work for Cirque du Soleil, I would not have been as surprised <laughs> as what you just told me. No one will believe it. That's why I was so excited to tell you. No one will believe it. They're like, Nick, you smoke black amounts and drink tequila and stay up all night. I do. And then I get on the Peloton and sweat it all out. It all happens. Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you, my friend. Great Peloton story by Nick Wright to close it. At The Volume Sports, Twitter and Instagram. Rate, review, subscribe. Talk soon. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.